Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee, and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you feel like the gem. Sneakers and streetwear so fresh, every step feels fly. eBay gets it. So look for the blue check mark next to that thing you love and be confident that every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is checked by experts. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. What's up? This is your boy, Lil Duval. And check out my podcast, Conversations with Unk, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unk podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversation with Unk, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Hell, I suck at dating. With Dean Unglert and Jared Haven, an iHeartRadio podcast. Welcome back, sucky daters, to an all-new episode of Help, I Suck at Dating. Dean Unglert is uh, still down in Mexico, people. He's uh, still drinking some tequila with his bachelor friends, hopefully being very safe and probably playing horrible golf. Uh, But, of course, Genevieve Parisi is back co-hosting with me, which is fantastic, and we have a very special guest who is on the line right now. She is the co-founder and chief innovation officer of Betches Media, which is huge. Uh, everybody knows Betches. Uh, it is Jordana Abraham. Jordana, how are you? I'm great. Thanks for having me. I'm I, I'm excited to be here talking about dating. You know, I mean, why? Well, yeah, all the good things. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I feel like if there's anybody that's going to talk about dating, it's the it's one of the co-founders of Betches. Uh, <laughs> what you guys do there is incredible. I mean, I I have some stats right here that you guys. You guys have a, a an audience, uh, a growing community, if you will, of 43 million people. And it's only just growing after that. Uh, how does that make you feel, like knowing that you created something that's this ginormous and this ginormous, <laughs> uh, this impactful? Um, it's very surreal. You know, I started Badges with my two co-founders uh, about 11 years ago out of our college apartment. So it's definitely, and we were just kind of, we, we didn't start it to be a business. We just started it kind of just like messing around in our apartment because we had a lot of free time. Um, and it's kind of incredible to see where it's gone and come in the past 11 years and that we have this whole company and that we can make people laugh every day and just form a community for them. Did you ever see it get, getting to this point? Like, I think um, a good... Uh... A parallel or analogy would be something like Barstool Sports, if you don't mind me comparing. Is sure. That, like yeah. I, look, I look at Dave Portnoy and like how he talks about Barstool Sports and where it started and where it is now, and what you guys like you just said, where you're like, yeah, we just started in like in our house talking, and then now it's grown into this multi a million dollar platform. 
For sure. Yeah, there's definitely a lot of um, of parallels. And I think it almost in, in some ways, I think it's great to start a business not trying to start a business because you really are focused on just like having fun in the content. And I think that that really is what appeals to people when you know what I mean? You're not like, tr immediately figuring out how to monetize or how to make money. Like we were just seniors in college, just kind of like trying to make sense of the world around us. Um, and it really just naturally came out of that. And then, you know, we were like, it got some traction. We were like, this seems better than getting a real job. So let's just uh, keep yeah. doing this. Yeah. Um, and it's, you know, I, I think that you see on Instagram, everything looks like it's like overnight success or like uh, really linear, linear progress. But like the truth of the matter is like, there's a lot of highs and lows and it's not really like it's not just like everything you do is a success. Everything you see online, like there's usually like five things that didn't work out behind it. Um, so it has been a journey and uh, it's great to be here and looking back and it's just pretty incredible. Yeah. Did you ever have moments where you thought it wasn't going to work? Totally. A lot of times. I think especially in those early years, um, we weren't really making that much money. And I remember thinking, um, you know, should I just get a job from someone who's just going to pay me a steady salary? Cause this is very, you know, unpredictable and I have like a rent to pay and I don't want to live in my parents' house anymore. Um, so there was definitely mo moments that I thought of that, but thankfully, you know, the three of us are friends and we've always been able to like really encourage each other and sort of like get past those moments and stick it out. And now, um, it all worked out. So glad we, glad we didn't. <laughs> Well, yeah. And the reason I ask is because as a as a new business owner, my wife and I just opened up a coffee shop and lounge. I mean, of course, there are like so many nights where I'm like, it's going to fail and I'm going to ruin my family and it's all going to go to shit. Um, and obviously, I guess my question is, and I feel like a lot of business owners go through similar situations to that. So I wanted to really bring up the idea that, like you said, it's all not just glitz and glamour and it doesn't all it's not just always successful. Like you had probably a lot of moments. You've created one of the biggest companies you know, in the world, I would argue. And, and then, um, you know, you, I'm sure you had moments that you were like, I, <laughs> I, I don't know what I'm doing. And I, I'm not sure if this is going to work out. And I think that's important for a lot of people to hear. A hundred percent. And I think that like you, you, uh, younger people, a lot of the times have like a very skewed vision of what it looks like because you only see the things that work out so you just kind of assume some people like have it figured out and other people don't and i think everyone is kind of like trying to do the best they they can and it's not like this person's successful and this person isn't it's kind of like you only can compare yourself to yourself and just keep going and trying as hard as you can At Walmart, there's a whole collection of black-led products that fit into your daily routine. We encourage you to show black founders some love, not just during Black History Month, but all year long. There is power in every purchase. Every time we purchase from a black-led brand, we make room for another black-led brand. Black founders and the products they bring to the table are creating a whole new world of choices at Walmart. Some amazing Black-owned businesses that are available at Walmart include The Lip Bar, Zach and Zoe Honey, Partake Cookies. The list goes on and on. Go to walmart.com slash black and unlimited to discover all the amazing black owned products you can add to your daily routine. True love is always being excited from the first moment you see one another and every time after that. It's taking long walks together in the summer, gazing longingly into each other's eyes and, well, watching their tail wag when they chase a squirrel in the yard. The pedigree brand asked about believing in love at first sight. And honestly, the answer is yes. 
Ashley adopted Lois and I didn't know until I actually picked her up and saw her with my own eyes that we were taking this dog home. But I took one look at Lois and my life has never been the same and I love her so much and I'm very grateful for that moment that Ashley decided to adopt Lois. So it really was love at first sight for me. Adopting a dog can lead to a lifetime of meaningful connections. A pedigree loyalty survey revealed that 95% of dog owners say that the bond they have with their dogs is closer than expected. And another pedigree loyalty survey revealed 90% of first-time dog owners report that having a dog improved at least one relationship in their lives. We have adopted two dogs. First was Pappy and the second was Alistair. And I got to tell you, I didn't know I could love such a little creature so much with Pappy. He just stole our hearts right away. He was so attached to us. And even with Alistair, we got him and we fostered at first and then decided to adopt not long after that. Just and a few days after. They bring so much light into our lives. After we lost Pappy, I was Kaylin and I agreed to maybe take a couple months off from having a dog in our lives. And not even a week later, we we couldn't stand it anymore. There's just so much light that coming home to a dog brings into our lives. And and whenever we're on a trip, all we can ever think about is coming back home and seeing Alistair. So I I love adoption. I think adopting dogs is the way to go. They are so grateful for it. They definitely love you harder because they know what you took them from and, and the great life that you're giving them. Real love can exist between pet and pet parent. Pedigree is committed to helping more dogs find loving homes, and we can attest that love at first sight is closer than you think. It's available at your local dog shelter. Find love at first sight with the Pedigree Adoption Drive, June 7th to 9th, and the Pedigree brand will reimburse your dog adoption fees nationwide. Visit pedigree.com adoption drive to learn more about the adoption drive and to see full terms and conditions. Everyone knows how much Dean and I love to travel, especially after enduring a Colorado winter. I'll take any chance I can to be in a sunny, beachy place right about now. Well, Kaylin, I have the perfect place we can travel to next. In Puerto Rico, there are nearly 300 beaches and 300 miles of coastline. And when it comes to photography, the landscape is unbeatable. I think I need to go there for a relaxing vacation before baby number two comes, which is great. But also, I'm very nervous. Puerto Rico offers everything from secluded coves with white sand and crystalline water to beautiful black sand beaches. There's no passport required for U.S. citizens and permanent residents. Learn more and plan your trip at discoverpuertorico.com. So you host a, a podcast called You Up, which first is fantastic. Now you host it with Jared Freed. Yes. Is it Freed? It's yes. free, right? Yes. Yeah. The other so Jared. Met, as he's, as yes, he's the called. other Jared. Yes. Uh, the way funnier Jared <laughs> and the way cooler Jared. Uh, I met him briefly one time. Uh, he was super nice. And obviously, I watch his Bachelor recaps where he's screaming into the phone. And it's it's the funniest thing I've ever seen in my entire life. And I, that's not hyperbole. Uh, I, I watch it with Ashley all the time. And um, so I want to ask... Genevieve is is uh, on the um, podcast today, and and she's single. Uh, recently off uh, uh, the most re uh, recent season of The Bachelor. So, uh, Jordana, what the hell is dating like? Because I'm married now. I've been married for a few yeah. years, so I'm out of the dating game. What the hell is dating like in 2022, and how can Genevieve navigate this world? It's a very broad oh. question. <laughs> That's, very That's what nice. I like. Yes. Just a huge umbrella, yeah. and then you yeah. go. Here's exact. Here's what to do. Um, I mean, yeah. I yeah. 
to be honest, I am also married. I got married in November. Um, and congratulations to you, by the way, on your baby. Like, oh, huge. Thank you. Also huge. I, just, I haven't even gotten a chance to say I'm a huge Bachelor fan, huge plant fan of you and Ashley and, you know, the whole the whole thing. I've been a watcher. So we used to do recaps on Betches, actually. Um, like I the remember. three of us, the three founders used to write them ourselves and we would like write them and then send them to each other and edit them. And then we spent, probably spent like six hours writing these bachelor recaps in the beginning of batches a week. And it was like our favorite thing to do. Um, so huge fans of the franchise and you guys, um, in terms of dating, to bring you back to that question, I think, um, you know, I haven't necessarily been in the game in a bit, but I, we, what we do on you up is we answer emails from, daters across the country of all different ages and uh you know all different relationship statuses and i mean it really depends on like what you're looking to get out of like what your dilemma is do you feel like you have a specific dilemma genevieve no i don't i think i'm just trying like i haven't found the one like i since i was a kid i've been saying i want a family i want kids i want to be a, a wife and it just hasn't worked out like i think if i had found my person Years ago, I would be married right now, hopefully with a kid, but it's just, I don't know. Is it, do you feel like the guys that you're seeing that you're dating are not just not matches for you? Or do you feel like you have like three monthers that kind of like fizzle out? Or like, what do you feel like is like the common theme within? Common theme in the past like three years living in LA is just the guys are just not, I don't click with them. I'm such an East Coaster and it's so different out there. And the guys are very different and they're all like, they just don't want to settle down and I want to. So I think maybe that's like a problem. So are you finding this out that they're not looking to settle down on like date, date one, two, or are you like dating them for a while? No, I won't even continue. No, I'll find that out on date one or two. Okay. And I won't continue on with them because that's just a waste of my time. I've learned one good thing is I've learned to not waste my time. If I know it's not someone, I'm not going to keep going on dates with them. I think that's a huge thing to learn. I think you should give yourself a lot of credit for that because there's a lot of people, my, my former single self included, that used to just spend a lot of time just trying to like make every single thing work despite all the signs in front of me that like the person was like not going to be interested in something serious or that they weren't going to be like looking for a commitment. And I think if you can figure out how to like weed that out a lot earlier which it sounds like you um have figured out you save yourself so much time and then it just becomes really like a numbers game um but do you feel like you're you're kind of like disillusioned with the dating scene or are you um like how are you like how do you, do you get excited to go on dates or are you kind of like eh, it feels like a chore no because i think it's been so long that i've enjoyed going on a date because like okay. usually it's just not great but um i mean it's not i haven't been on a date i i haven't dated like really since I got off the show, but before I was trying like dating apps and stuff. And I never got excited about going like meeting, like setting a plan, getting ready, going to meet someone just to see if I like them. But that's also on me because I haven't been very like proactive in trying to date. So. Yeah. I think we see that a lot too. in like the emails from our audience on you up and that kind of thing where it can feel like not fun and kind of tiring. And then you're just not in this like positive mood about it. And we like to say there's almost like a spectrum of being a dater um, where you want to be in, in between it. So there's like the, there's the people who are like a little naive and delusional and every guy they meet, they're like, he's perfect. And like, they're ignoring all the signs that they're not particularly interested. And then on the other side of the spectrum, there's like that kind of like 
bitter like i've been around the block like he's not going to call like a little bit negative attitude and i think they're both kind of not great in their own way and the goal i think is to be somewhere in the middle where you're sort of like realistically optimistic but i think if you're not having fun i would take a break personally because like i feel like if you're showing up to a date and you're not excited to be there and you're not even if again and i think you have to have like pretty low expectations like the expectation could just be like an interesting conversation with a new person that I don't know that like might be able to say something kind of funny or interesting. Um, And I can see why if you're going on four of those a week, you're like, this isn't fun anymore. Um, But I think the idea would be like to take a break to go back when you're like, I miss going on dates. I'm like a little excited at the idea of like meeting someone new. Um, So that's what I would recommend. Thank you. Yeah, no, and I actually, I don't know if I said something wrong, but I actually haven't been going on dates. Okay. So, like, I have not been going on four or even one day a week. Um, So, I think I've taken too much of a break. Now, now I'm not, like, I'm like, okay, well, I'm not used to going on dates. So, now I have to get myself to start trying, I think. Because I kind of have the opposite problem where I'm just, I haven't been on any and I have no desire to. But So, the idea of a date doesn't, like, excite you? I think it's just because I don't know if I like had if I meet someone out and I enjoy like talking to them for a little and then they ask me on a date I think I would be excited for that but it's just like the dating apps when I don't know people face to face and I'm just like messaging them to get ready and go out to meet them it's not the most exciting for me right I don't like it because you can't tell the I always say like you can't really tell chemistry until you're like it in person like you could take it's really almost like you could talk you could text someone for a whole week and think it's going well. And then you see them with five minutes, you know, like it's just, exactly. you don't, it's not a vibe. So exactly. I totally so understand that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then it's like tough. Cause I don't want to be media. I don't want to go on four dates a week. So yeah. I think, <laughs> I think technology is just ruining relationships and love and ruining life. It, I I know, well, I, I agree. To, I'm being facetious, but I agree and disagree a little bit. One, because I, I think in a lot of way a lot of ways it helps. You can connect with people you've never connected with before. You can date people like you go on a dating app, right? Like back in 40, 50 years ago, it was like you just dated whoever was in your neighborhood or whoever you worked with. And now you can like date people from all over the world. Having said that, the problem is I feel that like sometimes in this instant gratification world that we have, like if you don't get like a, <clears throat> like a, not an instant gratification, but like I feel like people just like rom- almost romanticize mm-hmm. love a little bit too much which as a guy coming from the the Bachelor franchise is uh, a little hypocritical, but I digress uh, because sometimes it's not going to be good and sometimes it's going to be bad. And I feel like sometimes people just forget that if it's not always good, then they feel like, oh, well, then this obviously isn't the person for me and I haven't met the one yet. And it's like, well, maybe you have, but maybe there's just certain things that you need to work through. And it's a balance, right? Because if the if the bad outweighs the good, then of course, like, yeah, break up. If you're not having fun, then get the hell out of the relationship. But I also feel like I've heard from so many of my younger friends where they're like, oh, everything is great, but there's this one thing and I don't know mm-hmm. if I can get past it. And it's like, I just feel like there's always going to be a one thing. Like yes. there's always going to be that one thing, no matter who you meet. Totally agree. Um, And I think, you know, we live in a, it's only, marriage has only really been about like romantic love for even probably like 70 or so years, if that. And so before that, I think people weren't getting married or looking for, or dating or meeting people looking for someone to fill every single box that they have. 
like they are now. Like I think now people assume there's someone out there that's completely perfect. And that's just not the case. Like we're not perfect. People we meet aren't perfect. The goal is to not find someone who like checks every single box. It's someone who you can get along with, who shares your values. But if you have certain things that you don't, that you aren't hundred percent eye to eye on, it doesn't mean that you need to throw in the towel. I think that like you can have many people in your life who fulfill all sorts of different needs for you. At Walmart, there's a whole collection of black-led products that fit into your daily routine. We encourage you to show black founders some love, not just during Black History Month, but all year long. There is power in every purchase. Every time we purchase from a black-led brand, we make room for another black-led brand. Black founders and the products they bring to the table are creating a whole new world of choices at Walmart. Some amazing black-owned businesses that are available at Walmart include The Lip Bar, Zach and Zoe Honey, Partake Cookies, the list goes on and on. Go to walmart.com slash black and unlimited to discover all the amazing black owned products you can add to your daily routine. True love is always being excited from the first moment you see one another and every time after that. It's taking long walks together in the summer, gazing longingly into each other's eyes and, well, watching their tail wag when they chase a squirrel in the yard. The pedigree brand asked about believing in love at first sight. And honestly, the answer is yes. Ashley adopted Lois and I didn't know until I actually picked her up and saw her with my own eyes that we were taking this dog home. But I took one look at Lois and my life has never been the same and I love her so much and I'm very grateful for that moment that Ashley decided to adopt Lois. So it really was love at first sight for me. Adopting a dog can lead to a lifetime of meaningful connections. A pedigree loyalty survey revealed that 95% of dog owners say that the bond they have with their dogs is closer than expected. And another pedigree loyalty survey revealed 90% of first-time dog owners report that having a dog improved at least one relationship in their lives. We have adopted two dogs. First was Pappy and the second was Alistair. And I got to tell you, I didn't know I could love such a little creature so much with Pappy. He just stole our hearts right away. He was so attached to us. And even with Alistair, we got him and we fostered at first and then decided to adopt not long after that. Just and a few days after. They bring so much light into our lives. After we lost Pappy, I was Kaylin and I agreed to maybe take a couple months off from having a dog in our lives. And not even a week later, we we couldn't stand it anymore. There's just so much light that coming home to a dog brings into our lives. And and whenever we're on a trip, all we can ever think about is coming back home and seeing Alistair. So I, I love adoption. I think adopting dogs is the way to go. They are so grateful for it. They definitely love you harder because they know what you took them from and, and the great life that you're giving them. Real love can exist between pet and pet parent. Pedigree is committed to helping more dogs find loving homes, and we can attest that love at first sight is closer than you think. It's available at your local dog shelter. Find love at first sight with the Pedigree Adoption Drive, June 7th to 9th, and the Pedigree brand will reimburse your dog adoption fees nationwide. Visit pedigree.com slash adoption dash drive to learn more about the adoption drive and to see full terms and conditions. Everyone knows how much Dean and I love to travel, especially after enduring a Colorado winter. I'll take any chance I can to be in a sunny, beachy place right about now. Well, Kaylin, I have the perfect place we can travel to next. In Puerto Rico, there are nearly 300 beaches and 300 miles of coastline. And when it comes to photography, the landscape is unbeatable. I think I need to go there for a relaxing vacation before baby number two comes, which is great. But also, I'm very nervous. Puerto Rico. 
offers everything from secluded coves with white sand and crystalline water to beautiful black sand beaches. There's no passport required for U.S. citizens and permanent residents. Learn more and plan your trip at discoverpuertorico.com. I'm curious to see where marriage goes over the next 70 years, so to speak, because uh, like you said, I I think marriage has evolved. It's changed like it used to be for social status or for for protection. And you would marry someone because it's just like the way life went. That's how you survived. Right. And then obviously it has changed now into more loving and soulmates and uh, you want to like commit to someone for the rest of your life. And I'm curious now with obviously like divorce rates going up and people being single single later in life, if it's going to evolve in another 70 years where people are just not getting married as much anymore because they're like, well, I do want to commit to someone, but I'm not sure if I want to commit for my entire life. And I also don't know if I want to bring paperwork into it. So I'm curious if like the, uh, the, the like the culture around mal- marriage. I sounded like the priest from uh, it's that movie. Oh my god! Uh, what's the movie with Carl Yules? He's uh, the Princess Bride. Oh, you guys ever okay. seen that? I have. He's like marriage. Yes, yes. Marriage. Yeah, I have seen that. It sounds familiar, but I don't remember what you're saying. Dude, I'm so. Old. I do. I George- I remember that, that you did a good impression. I remember that. <laughs> Thank that you. Part, yes. Appreciate it. Marriage, Jordana. I was telling Genevieve earlier that uh, now that I own the coffee shop, like I hire a lot of college kids. There's a generational gap. Like I feel so. F- <laughs> I'm not old, but man, do I feel old. Ashley was there last night too, and she's like, I don't think I've ever felt older in my life. Just being surrounded by like 22 year olds who just yeah. like. I mean, they think they think like Taylor Swift is old. That's so funny. Um, yeah, I mean, I think the new Gen Z has a whole new set of um, of thoughts on tradition and and anything that's really tr- like traditional or like. And I think it's good in a way because I think they're really reevaluating these these practices that were put in place in a time where it doesn't really make necessarily the same amount of sense that it did before but i do think that there is there are many benefits to me i'm pro marriage i do think there are many benefits to marriage and long-term relationships and i don't think it's about like you said i don't really believe in soulmates i don't even really believe in the one but i do believe in finding a partner that you that you love and that you enjoy spending time with and that you can see has the qualities to like raise children and and be a good partner long term because i do think the beauty of marriage and the thing that won't ever really get outdated is the idea of like being able to go through life with someone and experience all those highs and lows with the same person. And I think that that's like a bond you can't really find anywhere else. Someone to to who's seen like the really bad parts and the really good parts and they were there 20 years ago when you were doing this and now they're in this phase of life with you. Like it's a partner to really go through all the phases with. And I think that like anything else, it probably has its its points when it's not great. And then I think if you can like kind of get through those and you can stay with that person and you can you get to know them even probably better through those phases, then it just makes that bond much stronger. And that I don't I don't think it'll marriage will go away completely ever because I do think that's just like a huge important thing in society and just in for your own mental health. I think that relationships, we're like a humans are like dependent people. They're codependent. And that's not a bad thing. And I think that like the idea of it is is still something that shouldn't be discarded. Yeah, 
I think you said it really well. Damn. When did you start Betches? <laughs> I started Betches my senior year in college um, with my two roommates in 2011. All right. Here's another yeah. big umbrella question. Yeah. How has dating changed since then? How has dating changed? Well, when I was in college, there were no dating apps. So obviously, <laughs> huge. That's a big change. Yeah, big change. Um, and I remember when Tinder was launched in like, what was it, 2012? So it was the year after we graduated and we were like, what the hell is this? And every yeah. single person, we was like at brunch and like every single person had downloaded this app and it was like so fun. We were all just like swiping away. We were like, this is the coolest thing that's ever existed. And mm -hmm. now um, 10 years later, it's we're probably like, oh, like, like I, that, you know what I mean? It's like the, the novelty kind of feels like it is worn off. Oh, um, a thousand percent. But the idea of it at the time was like so fun. And I do agree with you with what you were saying before, Jared, about how, um, you know, dating apps aren't all bad. Um, every generation probably thinks their generation is the worst to date in. But I do think there's so many benefits of dating apps. There's so many ways to meet people you would have never met in a different way. And also just like screen. It's, it's great to be able to like screen people in certain ways before you commit to them. And dating apps give you a lot of information. Um, so I think if you use them well, and we, we actually had a guest um, who worked for a match group, Dr. Helen Fisher on our podcast. And she was like, the best way to use dating apps is introduction apps. So they're not, you know, it shouldn't be like dating on them. You should just use them and not be speaking to any more than like six people at a time. I think she said six was like the max because you can't really get to know people if you're having 30 different conversations on an app. You need to like keep it to a more narrow pool so that you can get off the app, meet them in person, and then find out if there's actually a connection. Yeah, there's only so much multitasking one person can do. Exactly. <laughs> That's a good point because I have noticed um, the one of the dating apps, well, actually the only one I'm on, Raya, they, they actually don't let you have too many connections because of that reason. They don't want you to not meet any of the people and just have like 30 matches and not talk to any of them. And I have found that with other dating apps, like I'll have so many matches, I don't know what to do and I can't meet up with all of them. So then I kind of end up not meeting up with any of them. So keeping it like smaller and focusing on like a few people, right. I think is smart. Totally. Um, I heard R R Jared, I think, was on Raya at one point, and he was telling me um, that no one speaks on Raya. They're just like... Yeah, it is kind of... It's, yeah, it's weird. It's a weird <laughs> app. Um, if anything, it is like you'll just say hi, and then it's like, do you want to meet for coffee? Something like that. But no one... It's not like you have like long... I've never had like a long conversation on there. It's not like a formal date. Um, no. Have you tried any, do you feel like, is that the only one you've ever been on? Have you ever, have you tried? No, I've tried all of them. When I moved to LA in 2018, I was on Bumble and Hinge and I was going on like three dates a day. Like a day? A day. You went to well, a breakfast, yeah. lunch and dinner day? I told when I, oh my, yeah. Wow. I told Todd this for my, when I was interviewing for The Bachelor. She's on The Bachelor, like, her own day? making of it. <laughs> yeah. So I would have breakfast, lunch and dinner set up. And, and then I just didn't like anyone and it just got so tiring. And no wonder you hate dating. That sounds terrible. <laughs> Jared, you don't know, know any guys you can set her up with? To me, yeah, setups are the best. <laughs> I know. All my Rhode Island friends are taken, which is very depressing. Also, I'm very happy for them. But when <laughs> the same thing, when Ashley it's and safe. I got together, yes. yeah. she had a single friend and it was like, who can we hook her up with? And I'm like, all of like the guys that I would hook up my friends with are all taken. Yeah. Well, I mean... Yeah. That's another suggestion I have for you. Like, I think that if you go out 
and you're like a fun person to be around and you have a positive attitude, you're going to be around people. You're going to meet people, even if they're not the, like, even if they're not single themselves, like they, I personally am always, I love setting people up. Obviously I'm a huge fan of dating and I love setting anyone up. I like, that's my, like my, my thrill is just seeing two people connect and I've like connected them. Um, so, and I, you know, so one thing I would suggest is just like, if I meet someone out and they're just like a fun single person, I'm like, I'm immediately just thinking in my head, like, who could I have for them? So I think that is like a big, big part of it or speaking to any friends or guy friends you have. And it can seem weird to like put yourself out there being like, oh, I'm like, I'm single. I'm actually looking. If you know anyone that would be, you think would be a good match for me, definitely send them my way. I think that a lot of the times like is a very underrated way to meet people and people kind of feel like it's like weird or desperate seeming to say that. But I think that it's like a great, if you go into it and you're super positive, that's the best way to meet someone, especially via someone who kind of like knows you and knows your vibe and knows someone you'd get along with. Right. Right. Yeah, that is true. Friends. Yeah. I I feel like you hear a lot of friends of friends. That's how you met. That's how people met. That's how I met my husband. Yeah. 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 Your friend had your back. Exactly. Yeah. Well, I was like third wheeling her and her boyfriend a lot. And she thinks she was like, I got to get her out of here. Yeah. <laughs> I gotta get her out. Jordana, thank you so much for joining us today. We really appreciate it. Congratulations on all your success. It's an incredible story. Uh, everybody listening, go listen to You Up, a great podcast that you host with Jared. By the way, tell Jared I said hello. And then he's got a big fan from another Jared. Um, <laughs> and Jordana, Jared, thank- love it. Yes. Two Jareds. Yeah, two. Oh, I was going to make a, a dirty joke. I can't do it on air. Uh, <laughs> Jordana, thank you so much for joining us. You're the best. Um, and once again, congratulations on everything. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Follow Help by Socket Dating on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. It's time to celebrate Black History Month at the Walmart Black and Unlimited Clock. On Thursday, February 29th from 8 a.m. to 8 p.m., you can celebrate an extra day of Black History Month with Walmart. This event is free and open to the public at two locations, Flatiron Plaza in New York City and Ovation Hollywood in Los Angeles. With giveaways dropping every hour on the hour, it's the perfect time to try, like, and share Black-led products. It's free, it's for everyone, and it's your chance to see how you can level up your daily routine with Black-led products that are creating a new world of choices at Walmart. Trust, you don't want to miss it. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Asking the right questions can greatly impact your future, especially when it comes to your finances. So if you're looking for a financial advisor you can trust, certified financial planner professionals are committed to acting in your best interest. That's why it's got to be a CFP. Find your CFP professional at letsmakeaplan.org.